Hey, this is Joe Buca with another episode of Man Up, the podcast to help men accept responsibility and reject passivity in their life. As a, as a therapist, I address a lot of different issues with clients that come in and see me. I think I've mentioned before, I primarily work with men. About 75% of my clients are men. About 25% of my clients are couples. And, um, and part of that is really by design. I, I, it, it's not that I don't work with women at all, but most of the women that see me, I've got five women in my practice, so they go to one of those women, especially if they have sexual issues or concerns. I think that's you know, something I'm not really qualified to help them fully address. But I want to talk about kind of the struggles that I see with men. I know there is a lot out there, and there are a lot of podcasts out there. Um, my friend Jimmy Trent has a has a his is more of a I think he does a podcast, but I think it's more of a he posts face uh, on um, YouTube. He posts videos, and his is the Sex Addicted Christian, and he has some incredible resources and tools. So I'd encourage you to check Jimmy out um, in his uh, the Sex Addicted Christian stuff. Um, I, you know, I, I deal a lot with addicted addiction and mostly for the guys that come and see me, many of the guys that come and see me, uh, are wrestling with things like pornography and even acting out with like a inappropriate relationship, whether it's an emotional, physical affair, um, or it's sexual encounters, hookups. Uh, obviously I'm working in a college town like Athens. I work with a lot of college men, young men, and you know, that's a pretty, um, unfortunately very common thing there are a lot of different statistics out there one statistic that i've heard recently is 80 percent of men in the age range from 14 to 60 i don't know why they would cut have those that range of dates because i think pornography in my experience with a lot of my clients their struggle begins pre-puberty even many times in their early childhood development they're exposed to pornography uh, I know for a fact there are men that are older than 60 that struggle. But anyway, in that range, about 80% of men have struggled with um, what could be classified as sexual addiction. And kind of really simply put, a, a sexual addiction is sexual behavior uh, that um, it has negative consequences, but uh, um, the person's not able to stop the sexual behavior in spite of the negative consequences. And, and addiction is a, a very difficult thing to talk about many times because it, it does have different dimensions to it. It's just like even when you talk about alcohol addiction, it's not, you know, an alcoholic isn't somebody who necessarily drinks every day or who even gets drunk, uh, but somebody who's become dependent on alcohol and actually it, more, it develops into a physiological um, addiction. And I think pornography has a similar thing. There are different ranges or different ways it looks. Oftentimes I challenge a man and say, I think you've got a sexual addiction. And, and I've learned to be a little bit more careful with that because immediately guys push back. But basically it's any kind of unwanted, any kind of sexual behavior that has negative consequence that I can't stop. And, you know, that could include, obviously, pornography is probably the most common form of that. Um, but it could be having, again, sexual encounters um, and things like that. So, you, you know, one, one of the oftentimes I ask the guy a question, I'll, I'll ask something like, so why do you think you struggle? You know, especially if they're coming to me with a sexual issue. And, and the most common answer I get, well, I've got a lust problem. Well, yeah, like the old the book 
a couple of decades ago, every man's battle. Yeah, yeah, almost all of us have a lust problem, or we all do, I guess is a better way to say it. But, but it's when our lust becomes attached to an emotion like loneliness or um, rejection or um, um, even things like um, fear of abandonment or um, feelings of inadequacy, which, is be, which would be kind of where my emotional distress is, not feeling good enough or uh, not enough or feeling like I'm letting others down or like I'm a disappointment. And I think those emotions, you've heard me talk about this if you've been listening to my other podcasts, that, that those distressing emotions, basically we as men have programmed ourselves when we have distress, we run to something for comfort. Well, you know, kind of a, a pattern that gets established typically pre-adolescence, but definitely in adolescence for many of us is that when I am in distress, I'm lonely, tired, bored, I run to something to give me a quick fix, which is... Uh, um, pornography or fantasy and then masturbation and the dopamine release of the of the arousal the, the, the dopamine increase there and then even with the orgasm with that comes with masturbation is often becomes a pattern um, you know there was a time in my life um, as a college student uh, as a young man that I couldn't sleep unless I had masturbated had an ejaculation like that that I would be restless, and then I knew if I would give in to that or I would do that, then I'd be able to fall asleep. Go figure, huh? Uh, some of you are laughing at that. But I, but I think it's, it becomes almost like a sleep antidote for us when we're restless, have trouble sleeping, that if we'll just masturbate, we can fall asleep. And, and so, you know, again, these sexual, this struggle with sexual addiction has so many, so many elements to it. It's not just one size fits all. It looks different. There are some common denominators that I think many men face, but but typically the pattern that I see is I experience this emotional distress, relational distress, again, some form of rejection, feeling inadequate, being feeling disappointed, shame, um, um, failure, uh, and I the distress leads me to run to something to comfort. Again, some addicts run to alcohol, they run to drugs, uh, they run, you know, one of my addictions of choice has been food. I run to food as a means of comfort. And, and so that, you know, we, we have these copes and they're, and they're generally almost always destructive. Some people run to things like exercise. When I'm stressed out, I go exercise. That's probably a healthier cope than, uh, than definitely drinking or overeating or whatever. But, but as it relates to our sexuality, I think what makes it uh, somewhat complex as we get this attachment of our our distress again our loneliness our um, our pain emotional pain and we attach it with sexual gratification and when those two things get attacked attached it becomes a common then an ongoing struggle and I found the way to help men find freedom is really to, for them to begin to understand that it's not just their lust that is the problem it's and again, that lust is a common denominator, but it's their distress with lust then makes them vulnerable and sets them up. So I'm going to talk some more about this in the coming weeks, I think. Uh, it's, a, it's an issue that just actually I was talking to a client about it today and just helping him see that this pattern in his life, although it's a pattern that then once he fails, once he 
you know, succumbs to the temptation. Then he feels the sense of guilt and shame, which then sets him up again to go into that same cycle. Uh, and, and that, you know, that cycle repeats itself hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands, maybe even millions of times in our lifetime. So part of the challenge for me is helping a client begin and in my own life beginning to understand the cause and effect. When I feel these things, I run to cope with it this way. And then uh, to begin to slow that process down and then to find healthy, functional ways to address the deeper woundedness, like how do I address the deeper wound of rejection rather than the reaction, which when most people are rejected, they they withdraw and shut down. Now that's not, my, my cycle is actually not that. When I feel rejection, I try harder. I, I, I go into kind of a whatever I need to do to make this right kind of thing. And, um, and so we all have this pattern. But as it relates to our sexuality, I think it's a stronghold in our culture today. It's a stronghold in many of the men. Most Many of the men that I see are Christian men, so we're not just talking about a, the general population, but guys who really want to follow Jesus and want to walk with God. And so in this pattern, uh, one, of my, one of my great joys is helping men find freedom. So again, I, I think I'll talk about this more uh, in the weeks to come, but just wanted to initially um, to share these thoughts with you. And I hope you have a great day. Bye.